broadcasting from another dimension, deep, deep within the ghost shrimp national forest. Sending you secrets from the future directly into your motherfucking mind. Oh, God, it's just all an act, guys. I'm really not happy. I'm really bummed out all the time. I cry myself to sleep and I cry myself awake. I wake up crying every day. I don't even need to take a shower because I'm always crying. Oh, <laughs> Fuck that shit, bitch. You know I'm always hyped. You know I'm always psyched. That's how we do it. And today it's episode 38 of the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast. And I'm more pumped than ever, right? Because we got my new neighbor, Kent Osborne, a.k.a. Ghost Scout Harvest Moon, uh, <laughs> on the podcast for the third time. And it's also um, day one of the Ghost Scout Summit. You know what I'm saying? So we are just moments away from scouts arriving here and uh, having a fucking great old week camping. So I could really not be more excited for this. Um, uh, That's about what's going on right now. I'm sorry we missed last week's podcast. Uh, We talk a little about, about it in here. Um, we tried to get it going with uh, with Kent and his brother Mark, um, but uh, but but circumstances beyond our control stole it away from us, which you know really means that there was some government shape shifting reptile flat Earth NASA interference. But we overcame it. Um, we're going to get Mark on the podcast very soon. We'll get him Skyping in. And then next time he's in town visiting, we'll get the Oz Bros on that little three-way gangbang pod. You know it's coming. Um, but I'm very excited to get everybody up in this. Hold on. Let me grab this cup of coffee. Chia, you know I need my juicy old cup of coffee for this podcast. Mm. Just woke up from my uh, post-lunch 20-minute nap. I love to get a couple more sips of whatever's left in that coffee pot. Uh, Jazz up my mind a little bit. Then maybe dip back into a little marijuana. Marijuana. Um, And let's see, we're only about a month away from marijuana being legal in Vermont. Recreational pot, which is very exciting. This is going to be the first year of Ghost Scout training camp where weed is legal. So that's going to be pretty hype. We can all be sitting around drawn in the woods and smoking some fucking weed. Um, And if you... uh, if you haven't applied to Ghost Scout Training Camp Year 7 yet, it's almost too late. Um, the application deadline is Friday, June 1st. Uh, this podcast is coming out on Patreon on Wednesday and iTunes on Friday. So this is your very, very, very last chance to get in those applications by midnight Eastern Standard Time 
on, <laughs> I mean, whatever. If I wake up on June 2nd and your application's in, um, then it's in. So I guess the deadline would be 6 a.m. on June 2nd. Um, if you're really one of those people that loves to push things to the max, but if you're that late on it, you might have fucked up. Um, but we are, have already accepted a couple of international uh, cadets. We got a cadet coming in from India, and we got a cadet coming in from Switzerland, which is very exciting. Two new countries to add to the Ghost Scout roster. We've got so many now. Scouts from all over the motherfucking flat globe. Uh, hollow that hollow globe is just fucking swarming with ghost scouts. Ghost scouts taking over this shit. You don't even know about it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm very, very, very fucking hyped for this week, and uh, we will hit you with a second podcast this week to make up for the one we we missed last week. Um, we are going to do some sort of, uh, group podcast during the summit, get everybody involved in it. Me and Kent were talk brainstorming some ideas on this pod about it. Um, but yeah, Kent Osborne's now my neighbor. Um, the summit's coming up, camp's coming up where, you know, it's springtime. Everything is lush and beautiful here in Vermont. Um, we were just camping this past weekend, uh, my family, um, just in the, in the thick of it, having a good old fucking time. So I hope everybody's, um, been having a productive couple of weeks since you've heard from the podcast last. I hope everybody's been pursuing those goals, you know? Um, cause that's the name of the game. Just, uh, you know, getting your habits and your routines aligned with your goals so that every year your life gets better and better and better and better. Cause that is, that's really what it's all about. Um, I don't think there's any new patrons this week. I think this is the first week where we haven't had any new patrons, man. Damn, that shit's stagnating. Fucking, this podcast has already peaked, man. This shit's already on the downhill. This is already fucking flayed out. They're like, yo, you listen to the Ghost Room of Friends podcast? People are like, nah, this shit peaked. Peaked around episode 16. Um, but yeah, if you like this podcast, uh, make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast. Make sure that you're telling a friend to tell a friend about this podcast. And of course, you can go over to patreon.com slash ghost shrimp and you can support the podcast there oh anybody who ordered who pre-ordered the saraswati posters they have arrived and they're looking fucking so tight um so those are going to be shipping out this week um i got some combo posters going out uh we still got the deal up there you can save a couple of bucks get the combo deal with the saraswati and the shiva posters you got your double deities going there um, and, uh, that is, uh, that's going to be really cool to get these posters out to everybody. I got to sign and number them and get them on out the door. So those tubes will be going out. Look in the mailbox for those, uh, a lot of international orders as usual. Thank you very much. Go shrimp is much love around the globe. I'm always blown away whenever we have stuff for sale that shit is going all over the map, you know, lots of international shipping. I'd say half the orders are always international, which is awesome. So big shout out to everybody who ordered some posters and in the past and the future and all that shit and uh hope everybody is thoroughly enjoying this podcast and with that we'll kick it over to my man a wall one with the old podcast theme song <laughs> Broadcast.
Here we are once again, sitting by the brook, drinking a juicy cup of coffee. Did you hear that pouring? By Kent Osborne, special guest, returning for the third time. Welcome. Hi. Cheers. We're just a couple of Ghost Scouts sitting by the brook, sipping our hot, piping hot, juicy cups of coffee. Mm. Mm. And it's the official, this is really marks the official beginning of the scouting season because today is the beginning of the Ghost Scout Summit. Very exciting. And this is your first Ghost Scout Summit. Yeah. So it's an open week where all people who are Ghost Scouts are invited to come and camp out and recreate in the Gosherm National Forest, and they can bring their civilian friends along for the fun. Um, <laughs> we keep the, there's no secret rituals uh, during the summit so that civilians can come. Mm. Or we just maybe drug them and make them forget that part of it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We got, we got some people coming in today. Some people, fly, some scouts flying in. Um, we'll definitely do some, I think it'd be fun to do a podcast, uh, like with a bunch of people like doing spooky stories yeah, yeah, during yeah. the, we'll get like a big old gangbang pod going, uh, <laughs> it, during the summit, which will be really fun. Um, but right now it's like the calm before the storm. We're just relaxing by the brook. Um, we rode bikes this morning, uh, up the, up to the top of the hill here where it's so beautiful. And uh, Kent Osborne is now officially a resident of Vermont. Yeah, and uh, you're official. here. You're our, yeah. you're you're the neighbor. You're yeah. you're one property down here <laughs> with your own forest now. How are you feeling? Uh, yeah, it feels crazy, but also it feels very normal. Uh, been mentally preparing for a while, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, because uh, you went, you bought the house because you've been on. You, we talked about you'd already bought the house when you were on last time, your second episode. Yes, we yeah. like we were like, oh, Kemp bought the house or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it was weird to like like it was all the excitement when I bought the house in September, and then kind of keeping in touch. You came out to LA for the Adventure Time party. And, yep, the Adventure Time rap party. Uh, and then there like it was winter, and it was kind of like everything kind of was dormant for a bit. And then yeah, we're, we have this email thread that's like been going for. Like years. <laughs> yeah, you have one email. It's all jacked up. Yeah. Like someone posted a picture in it. Now yeah. it's like you have to scroll over to read it. Like, yeah, and the subject's just dude. And yeah. All caps. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever the first email was. was dude. Uh, but uh, so yeah, then I started yeah, starting to email. Like, when are you coming? Oh, this is my plan. Like, it was all, I didn't have a specific date that I was arriving. So yeah, then it got, right. got more and more exciting until finally getting here. It was crazy and driving up from New Jersey in a pickup. Uh, with some, some furniture that my dad gave me because he just moved in with his girlfriend and they have lots of furniture. Yep. Anyways, but you I got a it. table. You got a sweet table. Yeah, nice table that my dad bought when my 
before I was born. Uh, and uh, but yeah, I like got in at seven or seven thirty, and and came, walked over here, and we had a fire going, and uh, you're burning a dresser. You burned a dresser. <laughs> yep, was, yep. We burned an old dresser. Seems like years ago, but it was really just yeah. ten days ago. Or, yeah. Uh, yep. Ten oh days. We've been hanging out hard. <laughs> We've been riding bikes. Walking around the woods. Yep, we've been walking around in the woods a bunch. You've been teaching me about how to be nimble. Yep, yeah, you gotta be nimble and quick in the woods. Yeah. Yep, you've taken some good knocks. You got some good bruises. You've been bloodied already. Yeah. You've fallen out of a tree. Yeah, I almost impaled myself. Yep. There was a, a dead branch. There was a leaf in front of it, just so I couldn't see it. I didn't see it. If I saw it, I would have gone around it. Yeah. But I walked right into it and it stabbed me in the gut. Yeah, remarkably, without moving, this fucking thing thrashed the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. You got a, you got some real battle damage. You're like a yeah. battle damaged fucking He-Man, yeah. fucking Jurassic Park. I was walking through the force of vigor, and that's what got me. Oh, because you were feeling it. Yeah, and it was all my weight yeah. was on every step, and I was just like. And then the forest was like, "Sit down, city slicker." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just slumped without moving. Yeah. It fucking slammed you down. I was like, "This is my kingdom." <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But it's, it's that's nice. why you carry the shotgun because then you can shoot that thing shoot right when it, <laughs> shoot that branch out. <laughs> so you got a shotgun. Yeah, yeah, and a rifle. Yep. Uh, another another hand me down for my dad. Yep. His new girlfriend, I think, is not crazy about guns and. Uh, he doesn't really use them. Yep. I mean, he likes to shoot target and skeet, but he doesn't hunt. He hunt when I was a kid. Yep. So that's going to be grouse hunting and deer hunting this fall, which yeah. is going to be super fun. Yeah. We'll be out here in these woods. You better watch out. You better wear that orange vest if you're coming out here in those woods during those seasons. Ken will put a hole in you. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy just to have woods in the backyard. It's like having a park. Yeah, it's like living in a park. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you living in your own private park. Yeah, yeah, like if you if if there was only city around our twenty five acres and your twenty five acres, like that would be a park. That'd yeah. be like a sick ass yeah. park that like was full all the time of people hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the greatest, man. It's so nice. It's so calming. I was just saying how I think after a while you'll see like that just like I don't know, the your brain sorta of calms down and just like the pace of everything is so nice. Every time I talk to you on this podcast, I'm like, I'm always trying to convince Kent of like how like nice it is. Kent, you're gonna love it. It's gonna be so nice. I moved here. I did it. Your erections are gonna be so much harder here. It's gonna be insane. Your skin will split like a cooked sausage. <laughs> you leave the sausage on the grill too long. It's all yeah, sure. yeah. splits. Picture that. Picture uh, that split old dick in your mind. Ah. Uh. Like, that's I'd be uh, terrible if that really happened. Dude, what if you woke up and that was that or your dick looked like that? Dude, it sounds what like a the nightmare. Fuck? Do you ever dream that your dick falls off? Oh yeah, I had off? that dream. Yeah, yeah. I had a dream. I had a dream when I was a kid that I went in and I was peeing at the urinal and then my dick just came off in my hand and I was like, Oh my god, like what do I do with it? And I was like a kid when I was dreaming this and I was like in elementary school in the in the bathroom there. And then there was like a kid there and I was like, oh, what do I do with this? And he's like, I don't know. And I just like put it in my pocket, like <laughs> went back to class and I was like thinking about like what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. You're like, well, yeah, I don't want to lose it. Yeah. You don't want to lose I'll it. Take care of it. You later. know, it wasn't bloody or anything. It just kind of like popped off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mine popped off. 
it was like a like a doll part, or like you're taking the arm off. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, it popped out, and I couldn't get it back. Yeah, and then I was like, I guess, but it was it was normal. It was just like, oh, this happens all the time. Oh, and then someone was like, wait, what's in your hand? I'm like, oh, it's my dick. My dick. (laughs) They're like, are you okay? Check out my dick. But I've only had that dream a few times. But that's a recurring dream. Really? Yeah, I've had it once and never again. I drew a comic about it, and I think I'm going to use it again. I like that a lot. It was very... I've had the dream where your teeth come out a bunch, like yeah, that, yeah. where you're like, oh my God, my teeth are like, what Yeah, like all connected, mean? like they come out like four at a time or something? Or? No, I think I've had it where just like one or two will come out, yeah. but you're like, oh, and then you're looking, and you're like, oh, my teeth are falling out. I think that's a very common... Yeah, yeah. But then it's funny, too, because your teeth do fall out. Like, Wolfie right. right now, like, he's losing his teeth, and that's such a weird experience. And, then like, he'll worry already. Like, I think my grown-up tooth is, like, loose. Yeah. Like, it's, like, that's a very, like, primal, animalistic. Yeah. I've read that it's supposed to, it means you're, you're thinking about the future. You're thinking about getting older. You're thinking about, like, you're worried about dying or you're worried about... You're having like, I mean, that's yeah. It goes back back to that like mortality, yeah. like eating, like eating to survive, like yeah. But also fighting someone that's dream. assaulting you. Yeah. <sighs> what if you only fought with your mouth? What if what if <laughs> what if like what if there was a fighting league where you could only fight with your mouth? Like your hands are tied behind your back, and that's only t- you can only bite each other. Yeah, you can't kick or knee. That would be insane. Actually, once I saw a really weird, I was like going down the rabbit hole one time of like YouTube, of people fighting each other on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. And then there was like an amateur like fight club league or something. And then these guys had like weapons and shit. And this guy had like a staff or something. And he was like going to fuck up this guy. But then he fought this guy that was like really obviously mentally ill. And the guy was just biting the shit out of him. And like... The kid went from like being like, I'm gonna fuck him up with this ninja staff and all stuff. And then he was like, Oh, he was like really disturbed by the guy really yeah. biting him. Yeah. Like almost like the guy was gonna eat him or something. Yeah. And it was like, took the wind out of his sails so fast. And he was like, tapped out of that fight. Like the guy fucking beat the shit out of him and was like trying to chew his ears off and like diff- chewing on his. I think he chewed on his nose and it was all fucked up. And but the wait, kid was like, that's not, Is that legal or no? It was just well, because like this was like a backyard. This, this was like just kids doing their own thing. Like, like, gr- like young, okay. like young men. Right. Young men in the prime of their lives <laughs> trying to think they're invincible. And then this good math guy joins the, yeah, joins the party. Like... <laughs> yeah, it was like amateur combat club or whatever. And it would be like two guys fighting another guy in a sand pit with yeah, sticks. Yeah. And yeah. like they would really beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. That's <laughs> really weird. You can find some weird shit. I remember there was a fight club at Burning Man. That we really? Went to one year. Yeah. And yeah, everyone was just, there were people just fighting. And they were like gouging each other's eyes and like really doing oh. stuff for us. Like, oh, this is. Yeah, it's to... sketchy when you do stuff that like you can't walk away from. Yeah, er. that's not good. Like gouging your eyes out, like you can't feel good about that. Yeah, you come back from Burning Man with fucking no sight. Your life is just totally different. Like yeah. that was a bad choice. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I guess that can happen anytime. I went to school with a kid. Half his face looked like a piece of ham, like a dinner ham, because he had a firework go off in his face. He had a oh, white yeah. eye. Yeah, and half of his face was all like a piece of bacon, like ham, like a meat cut. Oof. Yeah, it was like in high school, so you know that was like he started out Damn. early on. Early on, I think they were like he was playing with jet fuel. Like yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, they always say like it's like, like there's no way they child that jet fuel. So the stories always get embellished more and more. Yeah, I blew up a gas stove when I was like 
14. Really? Yeah, I didn't know how they worked. I mean, oh, I knew how God. they worked, but I forgot to light the gas. I just turned the... We had had an electric stove. Oh, oh, in your house? When I was a kid, yeah. And then my dad moved to New Jersey, and I was living with him. And he had a gas stove. Oh, my God. And I was trying to make these Pillsbury biscuits. I was, I was cooking them something on the grill. I was cooking them like a steak on the grill. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to make my daddy dinner. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I turned on... I set it to 400, and I put the biscuits in. And then 10 minutes later, I looked, and I was like, oh, it's not hot. And I was like... Oh, I got to light it. It's oh a gas stove. Oh, my God. And it had been on for like 10 minutes. Oh, it's in the stove, yeah. too. Yeah, and so I went to light it, and as it clicked, there was just a boot, like a really low boom. Wow. And a blue light, and it like flew me back into wow. the... Wow. I like landed in the sink. I mean, I didn't <laughs> land in the sink, but yeah. I like... It blew me backwards, and all the biscuits came out, and were like going everywhere, and all the... It was like an old gas stove that had like uh, storage on the side, so yeah. all those blew open, and all the pans came out. And wow! Everything. Was I always like, wondered about that. I wondered yeah. what a gas explosion would look like, because you know, like I, I have the gas gas camping stove, and then yeah. we have a gas stove and stuff, and I'm always like, I wonder how that would happen. Like, what would that happen? Yeah, there like? must not been enough. Like it boomed in the, the oven, boomed. Right. But then everything. Oh, all the hair on my arms got singed. Right. I don't really have a lot of hair. Right. But I was wearing a cowboy hat, and the hair under the Brim got singed. Oh wow! Yeah, damn. And I you wearing a cowboy hat like that yeah. kid from The Walking Dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's long hair yeah. and a fucking cowboy hat. Uh, Carl. Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's crazy. Did you have any disfigured kids in your school? I feel like there's got to be one kid who's like somehow fucked up. No, I don't think so. No, it's good. You grew up in a good area. so you originally grew up in vermont and i don't remember how much we talked about that on the pod before i'm sure we uh i'm sure we touched on it but what do you remember about your because what ages were you here uh uh four to 14 four to 14 okay so that's pretty formative that's like most of your what's your rememberable childhood yeah yeah like if i read a book now if it takes place in a town, and yeah. like, oh, the library and the school, like, I'll start to think of that, that the town I grew up in. Yeah. Uh, I remember, uh, yeah, I remember, I guess I didn't know, like, I hadn't been anywhere else in the country. I'd, I had gone to Florida when I was a kid with my grandparents. Yeah. So, but I, I, and I got that, like, it was, it was kind of rural up here and like, the, I, but I, I just kind of thought everywhere was like it. Yeah. Like we had, I remember going to town meetings. Yeah, yeah, town, town meeting town, day. Yeah, yeah we yeah. have that here. It's like town meeting day. Everybody goes to town yeah, and, and they boring. vote on the budget of the yeah. cops and the this and that. You vote on all the budgets of everything. I remember everyone, yeah, there was a sense People of, complain. There's like, there's too many police in this town. Yeah. <laughs> everybody always <laughs> complains about the cops. Yeah. Uh, and I remember stuff like our town would have like a, a raft race every year, like in April, like in the, when it was still like really cold, but the river was like high and yeah. everyone would build build crazy rafts and then they would it was like a parade like we'd wow. be on the bridges and watch people go by and the, wow. uh and seeing the parade in hardwick that reminded me of when i was a kid we had a parade that would go through town yeah memorial day and the fire trucks would be at the end so i was yeah. watching the hardwick parade and the fire trucks came and i'm like oh it's winding up yeah this is it uh but uh yeah and i remember like being in the cub scouts and the boy scouts and going on hikes and stuff but not really being like definitely, we had like a house that had like a TV, and I feel like I had a, like seventies, eighties childhood. Right. Like I wasn't spending. I had a. It wasn't a. It wasn't a rustic lifestyle. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, it's like now it feels different. Now yeah. It feels like I'm appreciating it more. Yeah. Or, like we would camp. We 
in the summer we'd have a big tent and we put it on like the edge of our uh, yard and yeah. near the woods and like we would sp- spend the summer like sleeping in the tent like it was yeah. just fun and yeah we had a treat for it but I've never like I I, would, I wouldn't go adventuring or like I kind of like walking on trails like we yeah. had a mountain in our town ta- in our town you could go up to the top of the mountain and, like see the did you have a wooded home lot or were you like in a ta- like a suburban street we were off of we were off of a uh, route four which was like it's just like a so it's like between like Rutland and New York. Yeah. So like trucks would go by. Yeah. And then we were kind of like up on this. We had like, I think we had six acres. And so yeah. we were. That's a nice little patch. Yeah. And then there was like a woods behind us that you could, you know, walk into if you wanted. And right. You'd, you'd walk for a bit before you hit like a dirt road or a county, right. county road. And yeah. Then, uh, uh, but yeah, it wasn't like, I was pretty, like I just found a picture of me and I was, we went to, um, went, um, Alpine sledding in the like, yeah on, on alpine cl- slides yeah yeah my alpine. friend went off the side of that once when we were kids <laughs> but we went in elementary school like on a field trip and I yeah. brought a camera it was like a little one ten film ca- like the negatives is all like skinny okay but there was these square pictures and everyone like just like kids and I had I was wearing like a visor like a Budweiser visor and like a shorts with my shirt tucked in and like socks pulled up like I looked really nerdy I didn't look like a outdoorsy kid I right like, right right yeah yeah. I look like some weird, like, I don't know, Little Lord Fauntleroy, but, like, yeah. in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, the Alpine slides were awesome. We used to go to that. If anybody doesn't know what that is, they're, like, it's, like, you go on a chairlift up a mountain, and then you get on this little sled with wheels on it and a stick in, in kind of in between your legs. You're kind of on, like, a, just a little seat with wheels and it has a stick where if you pull back on it, it breaks. And then if you push forward, it lets go and you can go forward. And you're going down like a concrete half tube. It's like a really long slide, right? That's what yeah, you're thinking yeah. of. It's like a really long slide. And like you're on it for like, I don't know, five minutes or something. I don't remember. It seems like forever when you're a kid. Yeah. But you rip down this thing and you're, you're supposed to kind of regulate the speed around the curves and and going down and stuff and theoretically you're probably not supposed to be able to fly off yeah, the but my friend like, like up. yeah my yeah. friend pinned it and maybe it was lighter or something yeah, and he yeah. went right off the edge and then he had to like and it was kind of a long drop and he had to walk <laughs> down to where it like yeah. got back to the ground level and get yeah. back on yeah that was super funny fun yeah we we took my friend travis camping i think that was that trip we took him camping with us and my mom was just telling me we used to camp down in townsend state park which is in uh southern vermont so this is where i grew up camping a lot in southern vermont and and uh i remember i was just my mom just reminded me of the name of it and it's funny because now we're camping in all these state parks so i'm gonna camp at that again and it was looking familiar i guess we used to be friends with the people who ran the ran the state park there and so they knew who we were and stuff and i remember one time i went they have these tent platforms that you would put your tents on at that park and they have a lake and stuff and uh, I had this, like, the A-Team, like, G.I. Joe kind of action figures. It was, like, G.I. Joe knockoffs of the A-Team, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was, like, the actual A-Team figures, but they were the three and three-quarter size. Yeah. And so I had those, and, like, and like Mr. T died or whatever, and I buried him. I can't remember if I told us on the podcast before, but I buried him, and then I couldn't find him again. <laughs> and I was freaking out. So every year I would get, I would tell my parents to book that same campsite and i would like dig around like looking for mr t and then i was just telling athena that and she was like how crazy would it be if we went back to camp there and you found it or if i went in and it was like on the mantle they're like on the shelf like dirty like i think i would fucking think i was in inception like in my dream like i would fucking lose my shit dude 
That would be so ghostiny. That'd be Holy so shit. full circle spooky. I would lose my shit. There was a Super Friends episode where Aquaman is like that. He try time travels to like dinosaur times. Uh huh. But he's he's still able to. He's able to like message the Super Friends like, the, and then he he's like he finds a spot and buries his like. Uh, phone, his like portable phone or intercom or whatever, like yeah. in the ground. Yeah. And then Superman like busts through the floor in present day, and he like digs it up and he finds it, and it's all like, you know, like a fossil. Oh, know, that's, like, yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Oh man. Then they're able to talk to him or something. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, I used to love that show. I don't remember that one. I used to love that Super Friends show, though. I still have, like, all my figures. I have the Hall of Justice. You remember really? the Hall yeah, of Justice yeah, yeah. toy? It's pretty beat up and stuff. Yeah. And now a lot of those toys have gone through Wolfie, too. And he's yeah. like, I gave him to him pretty young. So he's, like, busted up a lot of <laughs> yeah. toys. Yeah. Like, a lot, lost a lot of weapons and shit. Those ones were pretty well-worn, though, because I had those when I was little. But I remember when I moved out of my crib, I was like, I stayed in my crib uh, must have been a long time until I was like five, I guess, which yeah. that seems really, maybe it was like, maybe it was one of the ones where you could lower the bar and so it was more of a bed because that seems like a long time. But I remember when my little brother was being born when I was five, my parents were like trying to coax me out of that thing yeah. <laughs> so that my brother could go in it. And they were like, they're like, all right, we'll get, we'll get you a big buck. Are you get up? You get it. Or they, they probably were like, oh, you know, when you get into your bed, you get like a big boy bed gift you know like and i was like oh yeah and they were like you can either get the hall of justice or you could get superman's spaceship right and so i don't know why that was the choice but it was like a pretty no-brainer you know i was like definitely the hall of justice <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. i remember i already had lex luther's spaceship and i had the batmobile <laughs> and so i got it and i can vividly remember this you never know because it's like a memory of a memory of a memory or whatever you never know how your memories are but i can remember waiting we had like a big picture window in the living room in Shutesbury where I grew up and I can remember my dad was like, okay, I'm going to go get it. And he like went off. I don't know why I wouldn't have gone with him. I don't know why this might, this memory might be tainted, but I can remember sitting there waiting for him. Or maybe it was like, at, he came back with it the next day for work from work probably or something like that. It was like dark out. And I remember him just emerging from the darkness and with the box yeah. of the hall of justice and bringing it <laughs> up. And I was like, Oh, almost like in, uh, in, uh, What's the David Lynch movie where they find the ear? Oh, uh, Mahondra. Yeah, no, 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 the oh. first one. The, uh, um, not, uh, I don't know, I'm like, Blue Velvet. Oh, oh, Blue Velvet. And it's yeah, the right. first appearance of what's her name? The, the girl, the lady in it, the girl who's in the movies. Laura Dern? Laura Dern. It's yeah, her yeah. first on, she comes out of the darkness like yeah, that. Yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. talking to her. Yeah. She's like, she says something to him and she walks out of it, walks towards comic walk out of the darkness. It like that. He just emerged <laughs> from the darkness. It's like a David Lynch. Like, and, uh, and yeah, he brought that in and I was like through the fucking moon. I remember one time also I had chicken pox and my dad brought me home. Now I can't remember whether it was a Flash or the Joker, but he brought me home one of those Super Friends figures. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, my parents would. They, you'd only get stuff for like your birthday or like some kind of special occasion. I couldn't just be like, I want this, and then yeah. have my parents get it for me. So I remember these like special occasions where you'd get yeah. something. But yeah, I was super into those Super Friends. Yeah, Mark was into the Star Wars figures and all the sets and toys. And yeah, he would, at Christmas. He would, he would write his letter to Santa, and he would go through the Sears catalog and put the order numbers. Oh, my God. Yeah. Santa orders from Sears. Yeah. This is a cross-reference. <laughs> but he, 
Yeah, he had all of them. And it, but it was so fun to play. Because then you're just doing like fan fiction from the movie. You're yeah. Just like, oh, hi, Darth Vader. Uh, you know, and you're just like making up your own. What were your favorite toys growing up? Which was your favorite? Uh, Legos. I remember we had yeah. a Lego set that was yeah. like we we would fight over, and we had. To... Which old Legos did you have? It was like a big. It was like a Lego. It was a huge Lego box that you would open, and it was. It was it, just all mixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do but you remember was, any of the sets though specifically? It was like houses and people. Okay. And uh, I don't. Yeah, it was way before. It was really basic. Like it was way before they got into like vehicles. Okay, the, okay, because yeah, because the eighties they had all those parts. great spaceships, like the yeah, space, yeah. the space. When they came out with the space, the space Legos and the Knights Legos, those original uh, yeah. Knight sets, the Castle Legos yeah. and the space Legos in the eighties were insane. Those were so fucking good. And yeah, my older brother, because he's more, he's he's 11 years older than me. So I'm 37, he's 48. So that's what you are, right? Yeah. Right. So he, that's, a, so yeah. So he had all the Star Wars, like, he has yeah, all yeah. the, he had all the Star Wars toys. He had the, um, the Death Star, that yeah. like weird yeah, yeah. slice of the Death yeah, Star, like yeah. the three story and the, the trash, trash compactor. We yeah. still have that. We yeah. still have all this stuff. It's just pretty beat up. And all, you know, original guys. And then I got the Ewok Village. I came in like the Return of the Jedi yeah. time, you yeah, know. Yeah. That was like when I was, because that was like 85 or whatever. Or when was that? Was 83. that? 83. Okay, so so I probably got that stuff a little afterwards. I remember going around to like the stores and seeing Star Wars stuff on clearance and yeah, like yeah. getting it all. I remember that. So yeah, I had the Ewok Village and uh, the Rancor, yeah. which was awesome. Um, and of course the originals, like the land speeder and the sure. X-Wing and yeah. the TIE fighter that were all manga, that were all beat up. It's kind of yeah. cool that it's coming back around. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I mean, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. There's something really, when I see a TIE fighter, I'm just like, oh, that just, I feel like a kid. It reminds me of being a kid. Or, yeah. Like we were just riding our bikes and it feels like we're I'm riding around. I feel like I'm new to town. We're like, like in ET. Yeah. And you're like, this, you're this kid who's lived here. You're like, eh, that barn went up last year yeah someone built a house up there like you're telling me all about the neighborhood yeah yeah we've been riding and you're bikes like around. yeah you're riding down the hill and you like do this huge skid and then i come up and i'm like i do this tiny little skid, like, <laughs> totally totally I'm, i've only ridden like in a city like to commute to work and yeah yeah it's weird i i've never really lost the feeling of being a kid you know i think it's you know i think that where you live has a lot to do with how much it activates it i think when i was living in like Brooklyn and stuff and I was you know out on my own as a young adult I think that was probably the furthest I would have been from it but also yeah. because I've always been doing my artwork and that always comes from me as a kid like I think I've always been really in tune with that but then I definitely when I'm that's why I love living out in the rural in the woods and in the rural setting because to me that's what childhood feels like and I feel like because I'm in the environment of my childhood I feel much more childlike I feel right, like right. I'm much more tapped into that and like I feel silly and young and like yeah like we're like let's check out that house and like, oh shit no someone's there like I'm always yeah, yeah. now that you're here because yeah. I've always been thinking like ah, I gotta go here and here yeah. and here. but now that I have my buddy now now do we just become best friends yeah you know, now, now that I have my buddy yeah. now we're like oh let's go fucking now I have all these things that I've been wanting to do that I'm like oh let's go do that let's yeah. go check this shit out like yeah. Wolfie's not quite old enough to have done all these things yet so like you know I was like waiting for him but Cause yeah, all my other friends here are more adults, and we don't have they don't have yeah. the bikes and shit. Well, that's so, okay, so this is what I was thinking when that. So we were riding along, and then you're like, "Let's take a peek at this house," and we start going down the driveway to this house that looks like no one was there. 
And I was as I was like, wait, what? I was like, someone, no one lives here. This is what? Like I was nervous. <laughs> yeah. Just because, yeah, I'm not I'm a fish out of water. Anyways, yeah. but then yeah, you're like, oh wait, there's a someone here. Like there was a truck, like parked there. There was a jeep. Yeah. Then I'm like looking around, and I'm like, oh, is this just like if I was in another house looking yeah. at two adults who were heading, and then they stop because they see a car, and then they look around and they think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. that'd be really suspicious. But if it was two kids, you'd just be like, oh, yeah. those, those are two kids. Yeah. Being kids. I know. I was like, yeah, we should ride around with our shotguns on, shotguns on our back. Like, if you were kids with BB guns, you wouldn't think about it. But then you're an adult <laughs> with a shotgun, like, uh, and then it's like the fucking cops are heading yeah, you off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can get away with stuff as being a kid. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I still, yeah, I still feel like that. And I think that's when I like will make like really inappropriate jokes or whatever coming from just like, like the 80s, like little kid mentality yeah, yeah. of just like Wolfie is now. Like Wolfie's yeah. all about right. saying bad words and burning people yeah. and like, you know, like, like dissing you and shit. I yeah. feel like I'm always in my, the voice in my mind is still that same voice of like a, like a seven year old, like roasting people and yeah. shit. Yeah. And then like, that's why when Facebook came out and I was doing all that on there, I was like, oh yeah, I started to get in trouble with it. <laughs> you know, and now it's like, you can't do that stuff yeah, anymore. Yeah. It's like, now it's like, I mean, you can, but it's like at your own risk, you know? Everybody wants to get so offended with that stuff. It's like, it's weird. That is a real weird difference. Like the threshold between like being a kid and like having that mentality and then like being an adult and being like, you should know better. That's inappropriate. Oh shit. Whoa. These squirrels are chasing each other around. Oh yeah, the so dead. Oh yeah, after this, we got there's a, the dead blue jay is right up there. Okay, it's it into our conversation. Next, we're gonna go look at the dead blue jay <laughs> and yeah. poke it with a stick. <laughs> so my mom's gonna call me for dinner, and I'm like, See yeah. Can't. yeah, gotta go, Dan. Thanks. Well, that'd be so weird if we if uh, then your mom does call you, and then my mom calls me, and then we look, and we're <laughs> fucking children, and then the podcast is gone, and we fucking magically travel back in time. Wow. Yeah, I feel like that could happen. Well, it's like, you know, in Flight of the Navigator, when he falls in the ditch, he's going never, home and he falls in the ditch. I never saw it. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, that movie shaped me as a kid, too. Because it's like this kid, now the second half of it is kind of corny, but the first part of it is still really good and spooky. It's like this kid's out playing with his friends. It's like a classic 80s movie. And then he's coming home and he cuts through the woods and he like he like he he somehow trips and falls and like hits his head in like a gully, kind of yeah. like we're in now. Yeah. And then he wakes up and it's like dark out or whatever. And he goes home and he knocks on he, he or goes home. His his door is locked. Yeah. And then he knocks on the door and he and then someone else answers the door and it's like it's like twenty years later. He yeah. was like he was gone. He was like he finds out he was like taken away by an alien or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. like it's so that that spooked me out so much as a kid that you would go home and like you would have been through a time warp and now everything was different. You know, yeah, he's yeah. like, "Where's my parents?" He's yeah. like all scared and crying. Yeah. Like I used to think about that all the time because I grew up in the woods and yeah. I would always think about like like the path changing and leading me somewhere else right, or like right. coming back and the house was different or like my parents would be different or yeah. like. I'd always think about that. To me, the woods, there's so much possibility. And there's like, I still feel like anything can happen in the woods. Like you could just walk into any situation in the woods at any time, I feel like. Yeah. There's so, to me, that edge of like the real world and the, and the, and the magical anything can happen world is like right there at the forest. I keep having this, I'll be walking around the woods, just sort of like, being drunk off of it yeah like, oh my, and then and feeling like really like i'm the only one here there's there's animals and there's 
but then I think I keep having this thought where I'm going to turn and I'm going to like see a person standing there looking yeah. at me or something. And it, then it like, that like jolts me. Yeah. I have this moment where I'm like, Oh my God. And yeah. I start looking around like, wait, yeah. is there someone yeah. standing around? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The, the odds out here are slim, but once yeah. I did bump into my friend, I went, I ran up to shoot hoops at the yeah. sports field like yeah. I do every day. And then there was a hunter walking through there and I was yeah. like, oh shit. And that's not, you know, it's like, right, that's, right. You, you're most likely to see someone in the woods during hunting season. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, Ca-ca! and he turned around and then it was my buddy, Bill, who's uh-huh. funny cause he lives in Craftsbury, but he yeah. was like hunting through the hill here. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I was funny. I was like, Hey, what's up, man? And we like talked and he yeah. pointed out like. I didn't know that bears make bear nests where they climb up. They take a bunch of up in the beach forest up there where the beech yeah. trees are with the beech nuts. Uh, before the leaves all fall off the trees and they're going into hibernation, they break off a bunch of beachy nutty branches and they bring them up and they stash them in the top of the tree and sit up there and eat them. And he pointed that out to me. He's like, because all the leaves were off. And he's like, see those bundles of leaves up there? That's a bear a bear nest. And then I we I went and looked and you could see their claw marks going up the yeah. up the up yeah, the tree yeah. and everything, which is really cool. Because actually at that point I hadn't seen a I you know the bears are so elusive I hadn't really seen them. I told you the other night I saw one in my yard. Yeah, yeah. There was one that the that that come in looking for probably smelling the dog food and then and then met the dogs and then ran right up one of their trees and met was kind of stuck up there. And because uh, my dogs were going insane in the middle of the night, I went out there to check for it. But up till then, I hadn't seen one up in a tree here. But it's crazy to think that the bears are going all the way up there. And they're really fast, too. If you watch, like, a YouTube video of a bear, they, like, run up a fucking tree. Like, if you think you could climb a tree to escape a bear, dude, they'd be up at the top waiting for you before you got up there. (laughs) It's, like, so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so, wait, you went out. You went out to... You went out because they were barking, and then you didn't see anything, and then you went to pick a leak. Right, yeah. I was like, so I walk out there, and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, and I bring the pistol just in case, you know, because yeah. you never know what you might encounter. And uh, and and it's just kind of tucked in my waistband in the back or whatever, and I'm like, hush, hush. You know, I settle them down, and it's literally the middle of the night, and, and Keenan is going like level 10 nuts. Like, <laughs> right. So I'm thinking like it's like a porcupine yeah, or like yeah. some deer yeah. or something like that, and I'm looking around, and nothing's there, and then I fucking just take a piss because I woke up, and I'm just pissing, and I just hear like some scraping, like, and then like, and I like look up and there's just a bear up in the tree and just looking back at me and I have my headlamp on, but it's like weak. Like it's like the batteries are almost dead. So like I can just see its shape and then its eyes just looking back at me and uh, the bears around here, you're not that worried about. So I was kind of looking at it and I was like 10 feet away from it. So I wasn't that worried about it, but yeah, it just kind of shimmied down and then just fucking pulled it off. Yeah. Like he's watching you. They can move fast though. They can move fast. So. Wow. But I wasn't scared. I didn't get adrenaline or anything. I was just kind of watching it. Remember when we were walking around my pond and the frog jumped? <laughs> oh, my God, dude, yes. So you have the crawdad pond. That if people are on the Patreon and on the Behind the Foreskins, we had a little uh, we had a little Behind the Foreskins segment at Kent's new house, which we have some more fun footage of and more, more from yesterday, bike riding and stuff. But we were like, yeah, we were at the crawdad pond that you have, and we were walking around the edge, and a fucking uh, uh, a peeper or whatever, a frog, jumps out and goes, Beep! it just jumps off the bank, like, right next to you, and you're literally like, ah! Like, you fucking, like, you, I thought you were going to fucking, you jump, dude. You're like, I've never seen anybody more startled yeah. in my life. Yeah, you laughed pretty hard. <laughs> that was so funny. I was traumatized by, I was running around our pond when I was a kid, and I almost stepped on a big bullfrog, and yeah. it scared the shit like it 
it didn't scare me. It just startled yeah, me yeah, yeah. that it was there and I didn't see it until the last second and it was just looking at me. Yeah. And it, I, I, so I felt like that was some childhood trauma. Yeah, we were talking about the grouse will do that to you. They'll especially in the winter time. So yeah. we have grouse, which are like they're they're partridge. It's like a little woods chicken, and uh, they are delicious as well. But like you go out there and they sit perfectly still until you're right near them, and then they burst out of the bushes and they <laughs> they fly away in like this yeah. burst because they can't yeah. fly far. So they just like they like shoot out like a cannon and like weave between the trees. Yeah. It's like a they blast off like a speeder bike and yeah. then like land like 50 feet away. Yeah. And sometimes sometimes that'll scare you. And then the but the but what's really crazy is in the winter time they'll be under the snow. So like everything is pristine and you're just walking and then they literally will blast out from like where you were just going to step. Yeah. One time one blasted out, scared the shit out of me and it flew because it's flying out of the snow. It flew right into a tree like douche, like it smashed <laughs> its head and then like landed on this branch and then just stood there like staring at me like with its head. Like it was like I could have just grabbed it like it was like yeah. it was just sitting there and then other times. I'll be running yeah. and then they'll come out and be like, I'll spook them, but they'll just start running in front yeah, of me. Yeah. And then the first time I was like, Oh my God, I could grab it. Yeah. And I like started to speed up a little bit, but then like it's I'm, like spilling coffee on myself right now, acting this out. <laughs> and uh, it, 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 it'll speed up. It's like, it's right there in front of you, but it just speeds up just as you do. It yeah. like matches your speed perfectly. So you can't get it. Yeah. But then I was like, man, I, feel like i could get it i was like maybe if i dive on it so the next time <laughs> the next time it happened again and i was like okay this is it and i put on the jets and i'm fucking getting ready to dive and then it will flies away yeah, if you're yeah. about to dive on it it'll fly away but it's funny because it doesn't like it's literally it was running in front of me for what felt like forever i was like my god i can't believe it's like just running in front of me like yeah. it's really funny if but you're about to dive on it it'll fly away yeah, That's, so but that could that, be like a thing. If you if if anybody like catches a grouse, that could be like <laughs> a very strong like that would be like a very strong bid for Camp Champion here at Ghost catch, Yeah, cuz like cuz like we're going to have the summit here and yeah. then camp is coming up in like 6 weeks now, which is crazy. So Ghost Scout Training Camp year 7. By the time this comes out, it will be too late to uh, the, the 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 application deadline is Friday. So actually, this podcast will come out on Friday. So that's good. We'll put this out Friday morning to the public. Yeah. It'll go up on Patreon today. So they'll get it if anybody of them hasn't applied yet. So they'll have one day to apply if they, <laughs> if, if they so desire. But yeah, we're going to have camp in six weeks, just about. And if anybody can catch a grouse with their bare hands, that fucking might do it. That yeah. might be camp champion right there. Yeah. Automatic. That's like, that's a real strong, but then what I would love, dude, is if someone comes and catches one early and then the hunt is on, like, and then it's like, then someone has to <laughs> try to catch could, one yeah. to match it. Yeah. What if everyone, then you like grouse. go up one to one and it's yeah. like one to one. It's like a game seven grouse series. <laughs> How many grouse, if anybody catches four out of seven grouse, yeah. you're automatically. Is it catch and release? It's catch and release. So I mean, same, if, if you same caught grouse it, could get caught. If you caught times. it. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So you'd want to not injure it. Everyone it just keeps like, catching it. <laughs> same old raggedy ass. The next day it's just it's limping and everyone's some, catching it. It's missing some. Or you could catch and eat. If you caught it and eat it and ate it, that would be – because grouse are good. Grouse yeah. are really good. You eat We've, the breast, right? 
Yeah, I'm the grouse lord. I've gotten like five or six grouse and you eat the breast. You kind of peel it off. It pulls yeah. off and it's like the equivalent of one chicken breast. Yeah. And it's so juicy and nutty and woodsy. Mm. I, know when, I don't know what anybody's saying when they say nutty, but that is nutty. Mm -hmm. That breast is nutty. That's a nutty old breast meat. <laughs> and it's juicy. It's so good. You cook it up. One time I got one plump enough to put in the oven and we did the whole thing and you got like a tiny drumsticks, like a yeah, yeah. like a lollipop drumstick, yeah. like a blow pop size yeah. drumstick. That sounds nice. <laughs> but it, that one was so fucking juicy. That one was me and Wolfie ate it. It was dripping with juices for fucking sure. <laughs> you know, it's so funny, dude. I love like the vernacular that's like establishing in the podcast. And then like we just accepted a couple of early uh, cadets that are international. We like to get the internationals like notified a week early so they have just another little more heads up to get their tickets and all that because their journey is farther and more expensive. And we, we accepted a kid from India and he was like, I can't wait to get into that beef stew. <laughs> like, I was like, this is awesome. We got to now have like a beef stew night, I yeah, feel like. Yeah. like. I feel like we all need to go into town and get Dinty more beef stew and yeah. like make a big cauldron of beef stew. Yeah. We, I think a beef stew night is yeah. coming. Early on. That's like a new, uh, maybe we could even do, try it out at the summit. We'll yeah. try out a beef stew night. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a beef stew night for the podcast. Oh, my, my, oh, my yeah. Instagram alarm is going off. Uh, Maybe we'll do a beef stew night on the podcast in the summit and we'll tell spooky. We'll all be sitting around eating beef stew, telling stories of something, beef stew or yeah. spooky. We should do a spooky session, get everybody to do their spookiest stories. Is beef, Beefy Rider coming? Be beefy Rider? Yeah, dude. Beef Rider's coming, dude. So Becca, that, that could be Becca's flying in from Cali for the summit. So, yeah, she can wow. kick it off yeah. with the heavy beef riding. <laughs> beef Stew Rider can freaking get this whole Beef Stew Night beef stew night podcast going. I'm still waiting for someone to send in, like, a video of them, like, eating beef stew, listening to the podcast. I like that idea. So, if yeah. you're out there listening... Or just don't even make a video of it. You don't even have to blow it up. Just do it. Just when you put on the podcast, eat some beef stew, and then you're like synergizing it, and it's like really coming together, and slurp the beef stew. Be like, like make it real juicy. You know, add some, add a little bit of water to do it to just get it juicier. Add some beef broth to it to get it even juicier. No, don't do that. Don't water down your stew. You know, there's a difference between a watery stew because then it's not a stew. Then it's like a beef barley soup. Which I also love. Mm. I love a good beef barley soup. What's your favorite soup? Are you a soup and stew man? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like, um, well, chicken noodle. I like potato soup. Pour it I like pot. Let's see if we can get the pour. Oh, yeah. Uh, lentil soup. A lentil soup is good yeah. with, like a, with, like a, with like a stiff bread. Yeah. Like a nice yeah. hunk of one inch thick. Like carrot soup. Carrot soup. Uh, like oh, this is the, like the artisan soup. I like now. a lot like of a the puree. Purees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more of like I like I appreciate a puree, but yeah. like it leaves me wanting more. Like I, like I a, need the chunks. Yeah, I like a chunky like chicken noodle or like a hearty chicken mm -hmm. soup. Chicken tortilla. I soup. like a corn chowder. A chicken corn uh, chowder. Corn chowder is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't like any of the seafood soup. Like uh, you don't like a seafood chowder. Clam. Ch yeah, a no. fresh seafood chowder. Maybe I just I just don't like seafood. Yeah, uh, right. Overall. Right, you don't like fish. Although I had some salmon the other night that was grilled and it tasted all right. 
But let me ask you this. Do you perform cunnilingus on a female? Because some people say that that is fishy. Interesting. Does that translate? Are you... Because some guys don't do it. Are you... Is the... Is you, are you open to that? Are um, you... Well... <laughs> We like to get real personal on this podcast. It can go you're, from you're stew to if vagina. I do, if I do kind of do like you this. do oral sex on females? Who just who just are came? you comfortable answering this question? Oh, uh, yeah, I think it will. <laughs> We've talked about this on the podcast before. My philosophy is it's got to be a two way street. If you don't answer it, then then people then are wondering. Well, wait, why is the yeah. answer? Wait, is the answer yes What's or the no? Deal with that? Yeah, but yeah. most of the time you're just walking around not thinking about right. people doing kind right. of like, uh, yeah. Wait, who just came out and said they don't do it? It was. Uh... I hear a lot of people saying that. Uh, there's oh, DJ Khaled, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like famous, like oh yeah. god. But then, yeah, women were just like, "All right, everyone, all right, guys, you can stop saying how you do." <laughs> like, yeah. Then everyone was like on. Right. Twitter, like I. I do it. Yeah. I eat so much pussy, <laughs> yeah. three meals a day. <laughs> Michael Douglas, I, I don't even think of it as like... A, oh, yeah, didn't he say he doesn't? Or he, he does? He, no, he, he said it's good for... Oh, no, he, he got, said it gave him cancer. He got throat cancer. Oh, God, from that Catherine Zeta-Jones, it's too potent. Well, that, <laughs> I think it was before that. <laughs> but he... Uh, but He's been in the game for a long time. But then the backlash was like, all right, we get it, Michael Douglas. You eat pussy. You, you eat know, so like, much pussy, you died, Michael Douglas. That was a good Aziz Ansari <laughs> bit. Remember about drowning in the hot tub? Oh. Eating pussy? He was saying, like, he went down on a girl underwater, and he was oh, yeah, like, what yeah. if I drown down here? And then he was like, that'd be the most baller death. I was eating <laughs> pussy underwater. <laughs> Whatever. It was like a Randy bit. Yeah, yeah. Randy. Yeah, I think yeah. it was from uh, the extras on... Oh, Funny, uh, people. funny people, yeah, yeah. deep cuts, yeah, deep cuts. Um, but yeah, I do. Totally. Okay, who, yeah, why not? I don't do butthole. I said that already. Sure. I'm not that into the I don't like it on me. I don't like it. I'm not like into as much as I talk about buttholes and poop. Yeah. I like, I'm not like, right, and like, you know, you have to wipe your kids' butt. I deal with poop every day, right? Right, we have a sawdust toilet, we have a two year old, like, yeah. poop is very much she pooped on the floor the other day. It's like <laughs> very much, very much a part of my life. The yeah. outhouse, every there's a lot right. of poop themes in my life. Um, but you, I don't like the you want a place to poop and you want to be able to poop on, you know, you want to be close by. I think poop is so gross, it's hilarious. Like, I have to, it's so disgusting, like, I have to talk about it. But, like, I would pick up a piece of poop. Like, I'm not, like, even just because something's gross doesn't mean I can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I would throw a piece of poop at somebody if I thought it would be funny. <laughs> that would be hilarious to throw poop on someone. <laughs> you have to be really good friends with them, though, to do something like that to them. That could, like, ruin a friendship. Like, that's crossing a boundary. If you, like, threw poop on someone you yeah. didn't know that well, it's kind of like, an unwritten. Fuck, it's man? an unspoken like, rule. I feel like a dried piece of poop, that like, there's different levels, right? You could throw a dried piece of poop on someone you were, like, I could toss a dry piece of poop at you, and it might still be okay. Because <laughs> it would bounce off, and you'd be like, what the fuck, man? Right, like, right. But if I it's, threw a wet poop, and it was, yeah. and you had to go home and, like, shower, yeah. I could only do that to, like, my best friends, like, Luke, <laughs> Tyler, Steve, like, Steve would probably get mad and try to get back at me. Everybody would try to get back at me, but there's that's a level, you know, like there. a We're wet poop. I don't saying. know. That's a test. Yeah. That's a test. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. The wet poop test. But what I was saying, which I thought was so funny, as I say my own jokes are funny, but I was saying that <laughs> when you when you when you when you eat pussy, you gotta get down there and do a little turkey call. Like, you gotta do, get down there and do a little turkey call. What? What? 
to just to. <laughs> Would you never do it? That probably worked terribly. <laughs> but that would be fun. I like. Why I love the. I love it? that joke. Why do you do it? Just getting down there. But is it just because that's part of your technique? No, no, like, it's not. I was joking around oh, and saying okay. that. Yeah, like yeah. I was just elaborating on the pod, and I was yeah. like, "You got to get down there." I was like, "Guys, you got to eat the vagina. You got to go down there and do a little turkey column." Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably very overstimulating. I would guess. Yeah. I don't know if they. <laughs> I can't imagine them just going. holler into the vagina and it comes night? back. Yeah. He's like, uh, I was once trying to think of all the things that would be you wouldn't want to say while you're having an orgasm. Yeah. If or if you're with someone, if they yelled it out while they're orgasming. Right. Like they're like, "Oh, I'm coming! I'm coming!" And then, like as they orgasm, they're just like, "I can't remember what." It, there's you know yelling. Yeah. Like finally. Fuck! Oh, thank God that took forever. Yeah. Yeah, there's a fine line because, like, you don't want to have, like, if sex goes on too long, it's really not good. Right. For the girls. They get rubbed raw. Right. You know? Guys, too. There's a fine line. Yeah, but I feel like guys, like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I guess I I get rubbed raw as well. I feel like too too many consecutive sexes can rub a guy raw. Mm. But in my experience, like, if you're having sex for, like, like, I feel like. Like under twenty minutes is the sweet spot. I feel mm-hmm. like 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 anywhere from like a good like fifth. I'd say like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes is the sweet spot. I don't know. What do you think? What's the what's the like sweet spot of sex? Or maybe there's like a whole tantric zone that I don't know about. But yeah. it feels like after you've been having sex for like fifteen or twenty minutes, you're like, right, that's good. It's like and and it's, it's like, like a, good sex, like from right. the beginning. You right. know, you're like, oh my god, like right from the beginning, you're like into it, and it's like good. You know. Some, yeah, some people like to have like seven hours of foreplay. Right. For foreplay is a different story. I mean, like actual penetration. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, foreplay can add to it for sure. Like right. a good, yeah, you get a th- 30, 45 minutes in if you're getting yeah. into making out. Yeah, it's like you wake up, you stretch, and then you like start walking. Yeah. And then you like walk a little faster. Yeah. And then you like start running. Yeah. And then you run up a hill. Right. But you don't want that to go on for more than 30 minutes. Right. Cause then you're like sweating, you and you're like, like oh shit. Sometimes you get a yeah. cramp. You ever get the cramp yeah, or whatever? Yeah. Your foot. You're like, oh fuck. Yeah. Then you have to sit down, and then it cools down. And you're like, yeah. damn it. I get. Uh, I think I'm, yeah. I'm out of shape. I get like out of breath during sex. No, no. You're like sex yeah. fatigue. You're like, yeah. woo. You got the water bottle. Like you have like your arm strap with like a water. You have a fanny yeah. pack on with two back. water yeah. bottles. Yeah, the Camelback. <laughs> you're like drinking. It's like dripping, like yeah. George when he wants to eat food in bed. In Seinfeld, he wants to yeah. eat a sandwich during sex. Yeah. That's so gross. That's even so <laughs> gross to me. One time when I was a teenager, during when my first girlfriend, where we were having sex, I remember I put like honey all over her boobs and was like mm-hmm. licking it off. And then like you're having sex and everything's so sticky, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. And then like if you do it with whipped cream too, it's like when you're a kid, you try like all the novelty. You're like, yeah. oh, in this Playboy, they have whipped cream, and then right, you right. try it, and it like this is like everything's yeah. like really sticky. And then like, yeah, I'm not in a food play. That's not food play. Is that not... like a that's a genre? I think everything's a genre sure. now, right? Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be, eating is supposed to be like just the act of watching someone eat and chew, and it's like it's supposed to be like an aphrodisiac. It's supposed to make you really. I think if you're, yeah, if you're like attracted to the person, like watching them. Sometimes I want a snack afterwards for sure. Sure, sure. I just heard about someone was telling me about a love apple, and you keep an apple by the bed, and when you wake up <clears> in the morning, you both take a bite of it, and then you don't have like morning breath. Oh, okay. That's called a love apple. Yeah, that makes that's kind of cool. Isn't that nice? Yeah. 
like That's nature's sweet. toothbrush. That seems like you'd have to really have your life together to have a love apple ready. Like you thought of that, you had right. a good fresh apple that's gonna, you know, yeah, be crisp in the morning right. or you whatever. To, yeah, you can't just like, leave on. You there. can't just be like, we've had this apple for three right. days. Yeah, I've been in a year. My love here. Let's <laughs> yeah, my love yeah, apples yeah. in the same box. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, sometimes I feel like when you're with, some, if you know somebody, you're like with them, and then like you're horny in the morning. That doesn't even bother me. Like I feel like you kind of like. You kind of zone it out, like the morning breath. Right. Yeah, it's never really bothered me. Yeah. Or I've been, I've been. Because I'll be like, "Ooh, I have morning breath," yeah, but then you're, you're into it, and it's yeah. like, who? Like you might yeah. not go as deep with the tongue. You might, yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you might like, you might have a conservative amount of like, yeah. of ratio of like tongue in the kissing, you know, or you might work that you might get some neck yeah. kissing and. But back to seafood. Okay. It's not so much the. Uh, for me, it's I don't like it the consistency of like trout or salmon. It's right. like flaky and it falls apart in your mouth. And so right. There's something about that that I have a hard time. Right. So if a vagina was flaking on you, but you don't eat like... a vagina. It's <laughs> called eating out. Eating a pussy sounds gross. Yeah. That's what we were actually... saying. Like the like the hyenas eat yeah. you asshole first. It's like yeah. If you actually ate someone's pussy, there's got to be some sick serial killer. When I was a kid, there was I remember there was a joke, and it was like Bo Derek dies, and then someone, someone offers, like a million dollars for her vagina. Yeah. And they can't turn it down or something. This is like I mean whatever I'm making this. What's the joke? That's a the, joke. The joke when I was a kid, it was a joke about <laughs> oh, Bo oh, Derek yeah. dies. Someone offers a guy offers a million dollars to have her, so they cut it out and they said. You wanted us to put it in a bag, and he said, "No, I'll eat it here." <laughs> I'll do. Yeah, you want this to go? Yeah, but that joke didn't age well. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, but I thought that was hilarious when I was like, "Oh yeah, now six. Wolfie's starting to get into these jokes too. They're not yeah. quite inappropriate yet, but he's like, now he's like, shut up. He's telling me to shut up all the time in this like oh, yeah. in this joking voice. Or I made a like, joke that wasn't funny, and he went. He goes, you should work on that. Yeah, no, he's all about <laughs> roasting now. And then he'll say certain, he'll, he's starting to get into certain things. What he, I think he did do like one dirty joke the other day. Oh, yeah, he was doing this yesterday. He got off the bus. He's like right off the bat. He gets off the bus. He picks a dandelion and he goes, he's, he's, he puts the dandelion, which is yellow, you know, the face down. He's walking it up his arm. He goes, daddy walks up the stairs. Mommy walks up the stairs and he's like walking it up his arm. Yeah. He goes, brother walks up the stairs and then he goes, baby, pees up the stairs and he like rubs <laughs> all the yellow flour on his arm and, it's just, and he's like, ha ha, it's like so hilarious. Like, That's awesome. It's like, it doesn't make sense. Like if you did that as an adult, like, yeah. it, it's like, doesn't really. But to kids, it's like to yeah. six year olds, like that is hilarious. Did he write that or was that something someone else did? With a I'm sure line? this was shown to him at yeah, class, yeah. Like, like yesterday. We were walking back. Because he'll come home and like fire off yeah, jokes yeah. like right off the bus to me. Like we were walking back from my place yeah. the night we did the cookout, yeah. where I went home to get the beers, and yeah. uh, and we walked back, and I was looking at the brook, and I said, "Oh, there's a nice swimming hole. I'm gonna use that as a swimming hole." And he's like, "I'm gonna pee in your swimming hole." <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> well, I think that's also like my influence. Like yeah. I always talk about like bathroom humor. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's true. But um, mine aren't jokes. Mine don't have setups. I'm just always talking about right. just dirty, right. peeing and pooping. Yeah. Yeah, when you're telling me about your bathroom compost toilet. And, yeah. And you were talking about it and explaining it. And yeah. He was just, and he just, I looked at him and he went, and it does not smell good. <laughs> <laughs> but he was saying it like a little comedian. Yeah, like, yeah. It was great. 
Uh, so funny, man. Yeah, it's funny. They had sawdust toilets in the where I grew up across the street from that. I grew up the, across the street from a hippie community, yeah. from a hippie commune, where they all had their own houses and shit. Yeah. But a lot of them had composting toilets and sawdust toilets yeah. and stuff. I can remember them as a kid, totally. And like looking down in there, yeah. and this is yeah. like wood chips, and yeah. you're like, oh. Yeah, I stayed at a and b in like uh, Olympia, Washington. Yeah. It was called like fertile soil or something and yeah. and they had a compost toilet yeah. i'd never seen one. i never knew yeah. one. like i was like oh wow you're like the toilet's clogged <laughs> like I, keep messaging the i go person. buy a toilet scrubber like, <laughs> you're trying to plunge sorry, it out come over. <laughs> try to clean the inside There's no of your... pipes well this is an interesting design of a toilet shabby chic yeah that's how i feel up here i'm like i feel like i'm still yeah, you're like, oh, my shoes are getting dirty. Like, getting like it's like, so muddy. Mountain biking yesterday. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't. <laughs> I did. I thought I heard you hearing it. I, I like fell thinking in the puddle. it. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought I heard you like thinking, like, my oh sneakers. shit, my shoe. I wore my good shoes because weren't you like, I should have worn my boots or something. Like, yeah, because they're waterproof. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I bit it and went into a puddle. Yeah. And I just totally stepped in the mud. Yeah, no, my shoes are already past the point of trying. Like, yeah. like for the first couple months, I get shoes. I'll try to like keep them to yeah. be like my non my non yeah. wood shoes but then like inevitably after a couple of months they get the first year i came here year four i tr trashed a pair of sneakers that the first day i was like oh these are these are gone yeah like uh yeah but then it's good because you just keep those as your beater shoes yeah yeah and yeah. then like you know yeah because you don't always want to wear boots either right i wore boots last night and felt like a I just walked off the trail. Some people do, though. Some people wear, like, those fucking calf-length rubber boots, like, all year round around yeah. here. Hmm. Those, so, farm, those farm boys. When you um, when you write up the little, like, one-sentence blurb for this uh -huh. episode, is it going to be, like, where you like, they talked about boots. boots. Wearing boots or shoes? When to wear shoes? <laughs> you should make it as sound as boring. I always forget what we talk about, and then I'll write up like what I thought we talked about, yeah. and it'll be like whatever, some generic shit, and then I'll listen back, and then I'll, because it's actually cool, because I put it on Patreon first, and yeah. I'll do like a generic blurb, and then yeah, yeah. as I listen to the episode, I'll like, then they talked about the mushroom right, right. internet, like right, I'll right. go back and add all the details, <laughs> right. I've been doing that more and more lately, because okay. I'll forget everything we talked about, yeah. I'll be like, oh, I hope that was good, what did we even talk about, and I'll yeah. try to remember, and I can't remember, and then I'll listen back, and I'll be like, oh my god, that was pretty funny, like all the fucking random shit. Because I'll think about what we might talk about and then, but it's always the stuff that just comes up organically that I never would have remembered in the convo that's always the best stuff. Like, that's always the good stuff. We're, we're like fending off the bug onslaught here. There's like, <laughs> we tested it out. We're like, is it too buggy down yeah. here by the brook right now? And there's it's like, like, flies don't really. Yeah, flies don't do much. They're just annoying. Yeah. It's like they'll crawl on you yeah. and like you just, you can't help but kind of brush them off. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a cow in a field. Like, yeah. Just Brr. wiping his tail. Yeah, if you watch dogs or cows or something, they always have like a million bugs yeah. on them. And they just like just flap their ears. Tolerating. It. Yeah. <laughs> like, just everyone's like, get yeah. on me. I'm in charge. Yeah, at least it's not the mosquitoes. The mosquitoes yeah. are too much. We went on, we went camping this past weekend um, down in uh, Half Moon Pond State Park. Um, 
which was really fun, but we tried to go on this little hike with the kids. Yeah. And dude, there was like 10 or 12 mosquitoes like on my body at all times. And Wolfie was like crying and like yeah. melting down. Yeah. Like at first he was like hiking really good and all going home. And I was like, oh, maybe Wolfie's ready for the fire tower hike this year. And then like at some point, this fucking mosquitoes just cook over and everybody was miserable. And I'm like, oh, I think it's just up here. And I'm like yeah, trying yeah. to like lead yeah. people. And then we had to turn back. It was like, He's like, I'm going back. I can just <laughs> right now. I could already see Wolfie like becoming a teenager. Yeah. Like he's like defiant. Like you never listen to me. Like it's like <laughs> everything out of his mouth now is like, oh my god. He's like, because like the kids he's with are growing up, and he's like in school with older kids, and you can just see it happening already. It's so funny. At the age of six, I can already picture him like as me as a 14 year old. Like it's so crazy how right. early you see that. Like those like attitudes, those moody attitudes, like being planted. Interesting. Very interesting. The brook is really nice, really nice sound. Yeah. I can hear it from my house if I open the window. Oh, you can, yeah, yeah, you got two, you've got two brooks. You've got the Tucker Brook and the Porter Brook that run through yours. Big old ripping brooks. We just got like a little, two two foot wide babbling brook that's winding around some boulders down here and stuff and it'll get bigger in different times of the year um but you've got like like brooks that you have to be careful crossing you can just jump across this one but yours are like 10 feet wide like like they're not deep but you've got two ripping brooks yeah which are very nice yeah i want to name parts of the forest yep yeah we're big on the naming the names you could rename the Brooks. Yeah, Mel Brooks. I, I, Mel Brooks. In my old, I need I need to name this brook. I had the best brook at, at Camp Ghostwood where my first cabin was on Mystery Mountain. There was, we had a little creek. It was called Snake Crotch Creek. That's the <laughs> best. I still, I almost wanted to steal that and make this one Snake Crotch. This could be Snake Crotch Creek too. Wait, it, that sounds like it's a, you're in the West though, like the Old West. Yeah. I kind of like the Old West though because that's what yeah. I'm like thinking about. Like my house is going to be like, it's like it has that. It's going to be all the boards and shit. It's going to yeah. have that real Wild West town vibe, but but a, but in with towers like a castle. It's yeah. going to be a Wild West castle. So I like that Wild West. My dad was always into Westerns. My dad's a big Western guy, like the John Ford yeah. Westerns and stuff. So yeah. I always grew up with all those. I really have an affinity for the Westerns, even though they're super problematic, of course. <laughs> it's, not, it's a lot of politically oh, yeah. uh, insensitive, wiping out the Indians and all sure. that shit. The Indians are the bad guys. I know that the tropes are pretty played out and, and uh, whatever, but if you just look at it isolated on its own as just the mythology of our culture, it's definitely mythology, right? Sure. It's like the, you know, the people we had to beat to get here, you know? It's like, yeah. you know, how we had to conquer this continent. And, and, and drive out those evil Indians. Not exactly historically accurate, but it is, if you just see it in its own, it's a, it's a, there's a very like iconic mythology to it. Yeah. And the pioneers and the, those wild west towns, how they just like, you come to a town, it's a main street and there's all the rows on either side. It's very like, very powerful. But I also did, it's funny, cause I always also actually liked, I would have rather have been 
an indigenous person than the cowboy. Like, I always thought they were cooler. I was like, dude, sure. I'd rather be fucking one of the Indians. I'd rather be an Indian. You yeah. know I mean? That's yeah. not what you say, but I'd rather be one of these indigenous peoples. Like, I always identified more with them. I always thought their shit was cooler. Yeah. Like, they live in the fucking teepees or wigwams or whatever. They're out there fucking hunting. And, yeah. and then also just growing up in New England, always always learning about the history. You always would learn about the history of the Native Americans that yeah. lived around here and shit. So I wonder if it's not true about other places. I wonder if everybody learns about that in school or stuff because it's so present here and a lot of the names are still yeah, Massachusetts yeah. Sure. and Wapanaki. We still yeah. have so many of those. And that's so much part of the and, – and, and because my family came here on the Mayflower and was at the first Thanksgiving, I've always been so enamored with and aware of the uh, – so interested in the in the Native cultures here and stuff. And so always I would fantasize growing up about being an indigenous person when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I, always, I always thought that would have been the best. I still think that. I would go back in time and live in the more pioneer times. I think that would be more – I think that would be more cool and fulfilling. Like, yeah, yeah. I would give up like – the internet and the modern amenities of the world to go back and live at that hunter gatherer in the forest time. To me, that's the coolest. I would, think that's the coolest. Would you have a, a, a knowledge or a memory of the, if you were going back in time, would you want your memory wipes? You're just like, no, that would be even cooler if I knew about it. Yeah, that would be rad. Cause then I could still draw and shit. Like if I lived back then, it yeah. wouldn't be like doing illustrator or whatever. Maybe I'd maybe, I mean, I guess I'd still be an artist, right? Cause they still had art. So Chase you'd be making, fucking carvings and shit which i'd be pretty badass too i think that'd be yeah i think that'd be even cooler they think a lot of the cave paintings were by women yeah because like they're that when you see like the hands and stuff oh, they're like the smaller hands, hands are smaller yes yeah, yeah. so they think a lot of the women were the artists so. yeah huh that's cool yeah the cave painting stuff is super awesome you don't see as much of that around here i feel like that's more like in the southwest yeah and other places but, yeah, here you see a lot of the stone. Like, I had the Monk's Cave in my backyard growing up, which was in a Native American structure, um, which was like, I've talked about it before, but it was like, I think it was a burial thing where they would keep the bodies, maybe when the ground was too frozen or whatever. It was like, it was like maybe, uh, it was like maybe like 10 or 12 feet in circumference, like, uh, like a cross. Like, it was like three stone columns with like a big stone laid on top of them. I don't know how they did it. And then a tree grow, had grown up out of that. But it was like two little crawl spaces under this big flat rock that had been built up in these stone walls. You mm -hmm. know, it's like you could kind of get in there. Yeah. I think they would put bodies in there and shit. Oh, like dead bodies? Yeah, I yeah. think that was what it was for. We would we would go in there. We were always told not to go in there, but we would always like, oh, to be super spooky. We'd go back there and like crawl into it and yeah. stuff. And I said, I've said before, but that, that, that whole, those woods that I grew up in in Western Mass were all the people there, people would come to visit there because they had a lot of these structures, these, these remnants of the, of the native cultures that lived there. And they felt like it was very spiritually charged. Mm -hmm. And I had some spooky encounters in those woods. And then I would have recurring dreams about that monk's cave all the time. That's like very big in my childhood iconography. And I've drawn, that's worked its way into illustrations and stuff. And in the Beehive Boy comic that I'm working on right now, it starts at the monk's cave. Yeah, like yeah. he grow, he comes out of this tree, like all oh, this growing out of the monk's cave, like my, like a modern version of it. It'd be cool to go back because I haven't been there since like, you know, I haven't been to that monk's cave since I was, you know, since, since I was probably a teenager or whatever. So it'd be cool because I used to go back and hang out with my friends. But I don't even know when I would have gone back there. I don't know if I ever would have went to the monk's cave since I was 12, really. 
was when we moved, so that'd be mm. pretty fun to go back there, mm-hmm. lurk around in someone's backwoods. It'd be fun to take a pilgrimage back. Are these flies that are flying around? Are they the adult versions of all the little black flies that were? I don't think last so. Week? I think those are different. No, no, no. Certainly not. They don't. I don't think they grow up that they fast. Yeah. No, those little flies. They'll, they'll come. They'll. You'll still see them. I think they come out at different times yeah, and yeah. different moistures. Yeah, because this is a different set of bugs than last week. Right. Yeah, no, it changes really fast. Yeah. That's the thing about it. It's yeah. like if there's an annoying bug out, you just have yeah. to wait a week or two, and then it'll be gone. Like, it comes in phases. Like, last week, I was looking at that hill over there, and you can see treetops and branches, and you can see through it, and now yeah. it's just totally green. Yeah, no, flesh. the trees have come in so much. I was saying, when we got back from camping this week, I was like, yeah. holy, we were gone for two nights, yeah. and I was like, holy shit, it's grown in so much. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow. Because when we went south, we went down south to southern New- southern Vermont, and I was like, oh, wow, it's much more lush down here because that's two yeah. hours makes a big difference yeah. as far as temperature. It's probably five degrees warmer or whatever. Um, and uh, so it'll it'll be a little bit ahead of us. And then and then by the time we came back, we did, yeah, yeah it, 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 it had gotten that lush here. Yeah, because this tree is just filling in. We're down in the VIP zone, and, and the canopy is just filling in because this tree gets pretty pretty canopy heavy. And then we're just chilling underneath the leaves. And yeah, these, these leaves are starting to get full. Oh, I'm so excited. People are going to be rolling up right around after lunch today. The first scouts are going to be arriving to the summit. We got a handful of people coming today. And then more people coming this weekend. We're going to have some fun scouting festivities. Do a little work down here in the VIP, which is... That's what we did. The first summit that we had here was two years ago, the one and only summit. Because before there was actually training camp or anything like that, it started out where my friends were the Ghost Scouts. That was kind of a joke. And then we would have Ghost Scout summits where we would camp out on Mystery Mountain where my first cabin was. And we would work on shit there, making little cool hangouts. And then the one summit that we had two years ago here, we put in those bleacher seats, like the mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the seats, the wraparound stadium seating for the outdoor movie theater here, which are like nine log benches kind of wrapped around a little hill behind, the hills behind you kind of fits the landscape there. And then, uh, so I think this year we're going to work, work on, work, do some more work down here, maybe put up a little pavilion or something. Um, trying to... Uh, Make a little place where we can hang out if it's more rainy down here for cookouts. We're going to work on that. It's going to be fun. We'll get up a movie, do a little outdoor movie this week. This weekend, rather. Because it was going to be rainy, but now it's looking like it's going to be sunny. So we can work in some beach action. Have a good old time. You've like... Like there's like yeah. literally like you'll you'll shoo them away and then 20 flies will slowly there's fucking like 20 land, flies on, all land on, on your, your legs. legs yeah and then you just move and they all take off yeah. it's like a flock of pigeons yeah wow that's a lot yeah i wonder if there's like a form of meditation where you just sit and they <laughs> right. get all over you and you have to like transcend your like right. nervous system like you have to turn off your because like right now i'm just like Wait, I gotta take a i'm feeling them i'm zenning out this is dude this is hot fly meditation yeah. look at this do it Get a picture of it. Yeah. This is the new thing. If you think hot yoga is hard, try to do fly yoga. They do goat yoga. This yeah. is fly yoga where you do a position. Oh, my God. It's so tingly. See, 
Now they're tickling the yeah. shit out of me. Now it sounds so tickly. Yeah, it's about 20. It feels wow. so tickly. And they're in ah! <laughs> it's too much. I yeah. can't do it. Ah! It gives you goosebumps. And it's weird. They're in little groups, too. There's yeah. like five down by your ankle. There are five under Because they're like, knee. Gary, I'm over here. Yeah. They don't do anything, though. What, know, they're just, just, they're like, just landing there. on me and throwing up? <laughs> Isn't that what they do? Didn't they say like every time a fly lands, it throws up or something? Oh, really? I thought it has like everything it touches stays on their feet. So it's like it's oh. touching like a Oh, dead. yeah, poop. Yeah, poop every, and I don't know. It's microscopic, though. I, think I don't they, even do think they throw up matters. on stuff to like soften it. I think they, they do. It. It's like yeah. acidic. It's like a little. So they land like, on you and they throw up a little. Like, can I? Because like this Jeff now? Goldblum and the fly yeah. was like, Bleh. he threw up on the guy's leg. That would be a fun camp movie. It might yeah. be too slow though. Some of those you start to watch. Like if you yeah. watch it as a camp movie, you'll see. It. You kind of need a crowd pleaser. Yeah. For the outdoor movies. If it's too plot heavy, then and then people are like trying to follow it, but they're also hanging out. Sometimes right. it kind of loses its steam. Yeah. Hence the affinity for Arnold Schwarzenegger movies at camp. You can tune in and out. Yeah. Almost always there's a good line that people can laugh <laughs> at. Almost always there's a great muscle shot. Right. We can all aspire towards looking Have like Commando? a young Arnold Schwarzenegger. Have we ever watched it at camp? I think we watch every camp. Really? I mean, I, I think Commando I saw, and Predator have been Predator. played at every camp. Okay. Yeah. I saw. I remember seeing Predator. Yeah. Here. That's a staple. Right. It really never gets old. Predator is a really good movie. Yeah. Because you know sometimes people think Arnold's not in good movies, but but that movie really holds up. Conan, you ever play Conan? Yep, we played Conan. I told you, but it was really slow. Yeah. There's a lot of really slow stuff in that. Kindergarten Conan? Oh, we got to get more new speakers. Our speakers died. Oh. And the speakers on the built-in player are, like, so quiet. Yeah, yeah. You have to, like, sit around. Some DVDs are quiet, and, like, nobody could hear it. I think Conan was like that. Yeah. I think we played it. Like, people <laughs> couldn't even hear it, and it was really slow. Top Gun is a really loud DVD. I know that. You can play that. It's like super. <laughs> Lots of fucking loud ass Kenny Loggins on that shit. That's a good one. Um, how long are we? How long are we talking? How long is this? Uh, we can wrap it up. I mean, we've got an <laughs> hour and twelve in the books already. That's I just have to pee. Yeah, I yeah, I have to pee. Yeah, I have to pee. Yeah, we can wrap it up. Yeah. Do you have anything else you wanted to? Uh, mm. Cover? What else are we? What is there anything interesting? I got. Well, I'll talk. I'll, I'll plug my shit on the on the intro and outro. Um, you, you got your chainsaw suit. So we yeah. got. So right when you got here, we went and bought a mountain. You went and bought a mountain bike. Yeah. Which we've been biking. We've been biking several times. Biking out on the muddy ass trails in the woods where we can barely even bike. It is so fucking muddy. And then uh, then today we woke up at 7 a.m. Fucking biked along the hilltop here. The hill. We're just biking through a hilltop of farms, and uh, you can see for fucking 100 miles and see all the mountains around. It's super glorious, the top of the hill we live on. Uh, we're riding that. We're talking about doing a fucking morning bike ride every day, getting out there, getting fit. You're excited to get fit here? This is the, this is the beginning, man. Yeah. This is the beginning of your uh, tenure in Vermont. Um, you're home, settling in. getting home stretch. In, you're in the home stretch already. The home stretch to death to my car. Home stretch, yeah. Yeah. This well, I'm getting. Uh, yeah, now you're. I got another like ten years. Se- in. Will you? Are you going to start back. saying you're semi-retired? Yeah. Or like, yeah, think, you're well, semi-retired. Uh. I mean, you still work toward a full time, but I'm you working. Skype in, so yeah, it's yeah. pretty light. I'm not retired where I'm like in a lazy boy watching golf. Right. 
Drink no, in. that's that's the old retirement. We're yeah. talking new retirement. Right, new retirement. Where you're out here starting cults, fucking secret shit, yeah. fucking, you know, the new retired is like getting in over your head on projects you can't even handle. That's the new retirement. Yeah. That's my that's my life. I retired when I was like 24. When I built my first cabin, I used to I used to always say I was retired. I was like I'm retired after college. I re- I officially retired. Yeah. Feels so. like there's always stuff to do when you own a house and then being out here, that feels like there's always something. Right. So yeah, and you got a lot of house projects to do. Your yeah. house is like a, a house in process because there's an old hunting camp, yeah. and then the people you got it from had done a lot of renovations and new stuff to it. But there's still some odds and ends to be tied up. Yeah. So you've got that stuff to do, which is super fun. Yeah, and luckily it's, um, it's yeah, it's like everything, the heating and the plumbing and the roof is good and the foundation's good. So it's. It's not like projects that are a lot of the projects are cosmetic. I think. Right. It's all yeah. Veneer, it's like it's like surface level. Yeah. Like I need a door on this drawer. Yeah. And like, it's so I need fun a, that I can do anything. Yeah. I could knock a wall down if I wanted. Right. Or you know, unless it was holding up the roof. Yeah. So that's fun. So we'll get some more. We'll get some more info on your house stuff. You know, we could do a tour of your house at some point when you get it more. Mm-hmm. Fixed up for people to see. That's fun. Figuring out where to put stuff. Yep. For you, yeah, you get to really decorate a whole house yeah. now. Think about, yeah. You're, Hang up some Mark art. was trying to get you to do a, a fucking wraparound deck. I like that yeah. idea. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like that idea. I mean, unless you were going to do an addition off the side. Oh, yeah, we forgot to say that we were, we were going to do this podcast the other night yeah. with, with, with Kent's brother, Mark. We are going to do an outdoor by the fireside podcast, but there was some delays. There were some traumatic events with kent's moving u-haul <laughs> stuff that was going on and crisis and yeah that was a definite crisis you were in crisis mode and so we had to delay the pod so that's why we're doing it here today by the brook but all my stuff nice. basically got lost no one yeah. could tell me where it was and it was yeah but mark and, was here so your yeah. brother was here visiting and yeah. uh we're gonna get him back and we'll definitely get an oz bros pod going yeah so we're we're neighbors yeah we're neighbors which is hard to it looks like a spelling mistake when you write it it's yeah. hard to pull that off as an actual word it autocorrects if you try to right we're neighbors and then you are the oz bros when it's you mm. and your brother that's good i like yeah. that yeah you guys didn't have that no, the oz bros no no oh Osbros. Well, that's yours. I'll give Whoa, that to you. Oh, a fly just like tried to land on my eyeball. I Whoa. saw its legs like oh coming God. into my eye. <laughs> oh my God. That was... <laughs> they're coming. Yeah. These might just be drones too. There's These so might many just on be you. Weird like, there's, like they're drones. crazy. Right? Yeah, I know. They're going insane. <laughs> they're just constantly landing and taking off. And yeah, well, plus and take... I'm in the sun too. And oh, they right. love the sun. Anything yeah. sunny, like if you walk in through the woods and you have a sunny rock, it'll be like 20 flies on yeah. this fucking sunny rock. Um, I'm trying to think what else, um, was there anything else you wanted to get on it? Oh, uh, no, I, uh, um, no, nothing to, cool. yeah, you mean, well, you're working on your, what, you, what is your work situation? You're working on, you're still working on, uh, I'm doing a little freelance writing on uh, summer camp Island, right? Which and is, that's out or not out? It's not out yet. Okay. It, it's going to premiere this summer, which is exciting. So yep. it's getting, Cartoon Arc just released a clip of it Yeah. and it's, uh, Julia Pott, if you know her i know of her but i've never yeah. met her she's an illustrator and an animator and oh shoot uh, i was putting my cup on the oh, table yeah. i hope i didn't fuck it up that's cool she was the voice of um <clears throat> emily in uh emily prime or no i guess she was the cl- she's the voice of uh in uh don hertzfeld's uh role of tomorrow she's the voice she's a very calm soothing voice british accent <laughs> 
Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it's her show, and uh, a lot of people from Adventure Time are working on it, doing storyboards. and uh, Yeah, Jesse's, Jesse Moynihan's Jesse, working on it. Tom Herpick. Tom Herpick, our Tom buddies. Boy. Shout outs. I'm working on CK. getting Tom Herpick on the podcast. He's, he said he'll think about it. He's a very reluctant. It's a very Tom answer super tom herpick i love that he didn't just say no yeah. he feels obligated i'm sure he feels like obligated and like because i knew i didn't because tom tom is the person that i like i i you and me would 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 talk a lot i talked to tommy all the time on he was one of my one of my good buddies on adventure time he was like my go-to guy i would always uh hang out with tommy we have real good friendship so I really would love to get him on, but I knew I couldn't get him like first because I knew he yeah. wouldn't do it. But I figured if I got Jesse and Andy <laughs> and other people, then he would kind of be like peer pressured into it. Interesting. So that was my strategy. And then yeah. and then Penn is my long game because mm. Penn I got to yeah. know from. So I, now we have yeah. to get like everyone mm. on there. Yeah. Um, and then maybe get maybe maybe Penn will come on as a like a third party or something like that. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe me and you can coax him on. Yeah, get, yeah. get Penn on. Yeah. Um, that's in my long game. I know I know. eventually we'll get everybody. Um, Penn was on uh, The Best Show. I don't know if you know that. No, Penn I heard him show. on he, – him and Jesse went on Duncan Trussell's podcast, oh, right. yeah, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, and then I remember hearing after they went on that one, he said, I'm never going to do another podcast. Yeah. I was too self-conscious. Yeah. And then I asked him after that. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's your big – that's the big guy. But That's especially, someone. I think if we get him, if he, if we can get him to come visit, I think then we can, you mm -hmm. know, then we can get him maybe into it. Maybe it's a little less. I don't know. Is it more self conscious in person or on Skype? Because you've done both now. This is your first in person, yeah, yeah. appearance. Yeah, and you do. You skyped in twice. Yeah, skyping in was. I feel like the second time felt a little more uh, interesting or comfortable because you wanted to talk specifically about. Kevin Spacey. Oh, right. The Kevin Spacey story yeah. when it broke. That was breaking news. Yeah. And the first one I just felt there was like a delay and it's kind of hard to, um, I was, I was really self-conscious about everything I was saying. I was like, Oh, this isn't interesting what I'm saying. Right. 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 Uh, which I think this feels more like we're just having a conversation. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. not trying to be <coughs> interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think if you try, it can be too hard, but I, I always have, I know that parts of it are repetitive and parts of it are boring, but I feel yeah. like every episode there's some good, there's like some good new stuff in there. Yeah, so, yeah. and like, because I'm so addicted to podcasts, like, uh, like I feel like I still listen to podcasts when it's like repetitive and boring. Yeah. So I'm like, I still enjoy it. So other people must, I think like, there's different levels of podcasts. There are some that are like targeted, like serial, where it's like every episode is going to be so interesting and it's like a series and there's like production value. That's one thing yeah, with yeah. like high production value. And then yeah. there's like the podcast where it's just someone's personality and right. you're into the personality and that's what you get. That's what sure. you're on for, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's what I think is cool about Joe Rogan. It's a good mix of both. It's like his personality that you get into, but then it's also uh, in-depth talks with like a lot of specialists which is pretty cool mm -hmm. so i think this is more like a lighter version of that kind of thing where like you know we're always talking to different people about different stuff but also there's like themes yeah so yeah probably super boring <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst episode ever cool well that's right. it right yeah we're good yeah yeah all right cool well, uh, I'll talk to you guys on the outro, but we'll say goodbye for now. See you later, all listening audience. Bye, everybody. Sorry we were late with this episode, but we'll do another one. 
this week uh, where we come live or dead. It won't be live. It'll be dead from the Ghost Scout Summit. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get beef like a, yeah, we'll get, yeah, we'll do beef stew night and get a whole bunch of people together. Maybe we'll do it in the cabin or something mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and uh, make a night of it. That one could have production values. We could have some sounds of the stew stirring. Just, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like well, surreal. we'll do a good behind the foreskin on this on oh, the yeah, beef stew yeah. night with like yeah. video and all that stuff too. All right, we'll stop it here. We got an hour and twenty-two. That's perfect. All right, bye. Oh yeah, yet another juicy podcast for your motherfucking butthole. You know what I'm saying? Big shout outs to Kent Osborne, my new neighbor, for jumping on the pod. You know we're going to be hearing quite a lot from him. Uh, the future is looking very fucking juicy. Um, like I said, we'll be back again with another podcast this week. So uh, get ready for that. Get hyped for that. Um, as usual, uh, make sure that you're using each day productively for yourself, you know, um, getting some uh, little things checked off your list, um, thinking about what goals you want to accomplish this week, thinking about how you can uh, set yourself up today for an even more productive day tomorrow, um, definitely scheduling in time with your friends, time to relax, but you know, at the same time, staying focused on your goals, looking at that big long-term vision, creating a vision of who you want to be and what you want your life to be like. Because trust me and Kent Osborne and we'll tell you that your dream life is very achievable. We are sitting here living it up in the fucking Northeast Kingdom of Vermont, you know, because we envisioned it. We're here. We're hanging out. We're doing our thing. And it is glorious right fucking next thing you know Enya is gonna be here chilling with us fucking doing private concerts and shit shit is gonna be dope as fuck um let's see what else uh you know make sure that when you're out there pursuing your goals you know thinking about thinking about what the most interesting things you can fill your life with what the most personal life you can build for yourself is um definitely also uh you know inspire other people to do that for themselves just like we're doing here for you on this podcast you know turn around and 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 do that for other people too you know it doesn't matter if they look like you if they think like you you know sometimes they are going to be the opposite a lot of times people are the exact opposite that doesn't mean that you know you can't um be cool to them and inspire them and maybe create some positive change in your local environment and the and the and the environment that we all share together you know what i'm saying because I think the me personally, I think that the the best version of the of human world and human culture and human society is one where people are supportive of each other's dreams, where we're a lot less caught up in the conflict. I think that the media, uh, you know, the mainstream media creates a lot of this conflict that everybody gets caught up in. Um, when really, that's a choice. You know, we can choose to focus on the things that we have in common with each other rather than in conflict with each other. And I think now more than ever that that's super important. And because it's easier to communicate than ever, I think now it's really up to everybody to use their platforms in a responsible, thoughtful, compassionate, productive manner. You know, it's really easy to see the differences in people. It's really easy to hate people. It's harder to, you know, look at someone who's different than you and maybe stands for stuff that is the opposite of what you think and then find 
the similarities there and, and have some compassion for that person and all that. So I know it's a tall order. I know it's tough, but you know, no one ever changed because someone was shouting at them. You know, they were cha they changed because they were inspired, right? So that's why I'm out here trying to inspire people to follow their dreams, be cool people, be happy people, be productive people. You know, and uh, and 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 whether you are like me or different than me, or whether you're from the same place as me or or talk the same language or whatever, I know you have the same dreams. You know, you want to have a good life for yourself and your family and your friends. That's the same thing I. I want you know we're all in this together like what i like to say same team y'all we're all on the same motherfucking team right and right now that's team go shrimp and friends podcast you know so if this podcast is important to you if you look forward to this podcast if you were like damn the go shrimp and friends podcast didn't come out last week what am i gonna do with my life you know if you're that hyped on this podcast i think it's time for you to go and support. We didn't even have anybody join the Patreon this week. Yo, we're slipping. This podcast is falling off. This podcast is probably going to be canceled this week. This is probably the last episode of this podcast. So if you want to hear this podcast keep going on, um, head over to Patreon, show some love, throw down a dollar, get yourself some early access, throw down $2 per episode, get yourself a shout out. You know we got those juicy beef stew shout outs coming. Let's get into it, you know. Let 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 let's get into it. All right, so coming in above and beyond, um, and of course, these are the people that supported um, episode thirty-seven of the podcast. We're doing these rewards literally, and so if you supported the last episode of the podcast, you get a shout out on this one. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, we got coming in at $5 per episode. We've got my man or my woman or my human, Johan Elverby. Big shout out to that cool ass name, Johan Elverby. Uh, we got another $5 per podcast supporter named Yvonne Santiago. Big beef stew shout out to y'all. Um, another one, my friend from the 12 week online group workshop, none other than Sarah Ball coming in at that $5 per podcast pledge. That is incredible. Big shout out to y'all. You're really, really, really bringing home the beef stew. Um, now we're at the $3 level. Again, these are all just people that love the podcast so much that they saw the $2 level and they said, nah, let me type in my own amount and go above and beyond here so I can really show how much the Ghost Room and Friends podcast to, means to me. And I'll let you know that that means a lot to me. So big shout outs to you. I did not say that in a very elegant way. But I'm not elegant. I'm a raw dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fucking raw dog. <laughs> um, big shout out to Zeta coming in at $3 per pod. Uh, shout outs to you. Another $3 contributor, my homie, fellow Pratt alumni, Raphael Tanghall. I try not to yell quite as loud inside today. Sometimes it gets so freaking loud. Um, all right, we're at the two dollar level. Uh, big shout outs to my man Daniel Foothead, aka Ghost Scout Sports Magic. He's gonna be arriving uh, on the eighth, he's coming in a little bit late, 
But better late than never for this three-month Ghost Scout residency he's going to be doing, which is very exciting. I can't wait to spend, uh, have this dude chilling in the woods. He was a pleasure to have in camp last year, and he's coming back and taking advantage of these uh, of these uh, rewards or, or what do you call them, perks of being a Ghost Scout. He's doing a three-month residency in the Ghost Room National Forest, and I'm super psyched to get into his animation process. He's a great animator, super psyched to learn some shit from him and uh, just deepen our friendship because I love creative friendships. You know, that's what my whole life is really about. And uh, we're definitely going to get him on the pod. He's from New Zealand. And I tried to get him on before, but he's a little shy. He didn't want to Skype in, but he said that maybe he'll do it in person. And you know I'm persuasive, so we'll get him on here. But check out his shit, Dr. Foothead or Dr. D. Foothead or whatever on social media. He does incredible animations. He just cranked out another one, so... Very, very cool. If you're if you're doing music videos, if you're looking for someone to do a music video for you, he's the dude, you know? Um, big shout out to Uncle Terry. Get that beast too, Sonny. Uh, big, ooh, here we go. Big shout out to Hollywood Hotshot, Mark Osborne. We're going to get you back on the podcast. We're going to get you on the podcast very soon. It felt like we were there. We were all sitting there together. But the time just slipped away. It got a little too late for the podcast this past week with Mark. Um, but the vibe was more of just a chilling vibe, you know. Um, we were just hanging out and having a good old time around the campfire. And the, the time for the podcast had passed. So we'll get him on next time. And he's going to be back up in these woods. So we'll get, we'll get him on live as well. Um, big shout out to the reigning, defending, Ghost Scout Training Camp Year 6 champion, John Mansfield, a.k.a. Beard Lips. Big shout out. I know he's working on that trophy already because he's going to be making the, he's going to be giving the trophy to the Year 7 Camp Champion, and I cannot fucking wait. I'm getting a fucking crazy camp boner for this shit. Uh, big shout out to Lermy, Ghost Scout computer person, another vegan. Those two cup, those two bowls of beef to our vegan, y'all. Uh, Lermy, aka Ghost Scout computer person, she's on her way. She's gonna be here for the Sasasa Summit. Very excited for that. Uh, straight out that 12-week online group workshop, we got my man Johnny Glines. Big shout out to you, my friend. Uh, all the way over in Denmark, we've got the the podcast celebrity, my man Try Man Hunt. I feel like Try Man Hunt's gonna end up on an episode of this podcast someday. I feel like he's getting there. Ah, legendary name. That's why you gotta give your kid legendary names. You know, I got my son Wolf Bandit. I got my daughter Juniper Bandit. You gotta have legendary names. You know, I mean, I had a very bland name, Daniel Rogers James. I had to flip that shit up. I had to, I had to go into the courts and legally change my name to Daniel Rogers James Bandit. Cause you need to come with that powerful name. You know, I got the powerful name game. Uh, we got my man straight out the twelve week online group workshop as well, Alexi Giroux. Got your camp application, homie. I love it. I love all these. We had like five people from the workshop apply to Ghost Scout Training Camp. Imagine that. They've had three months 
of me up in their face, getting them going, you know what I'm saying? Fucking weekly vid chats. They they need more of it. They need more. They can't get enough of this old beef stew daddy, you know? So they're coming straight to the source. I love it. I love seeing people apply to Ghost Scout Training Camp. Every year, it blows me away that people apply to Ghost Scout Training Camp. I guess it's really a thing now. Year seven? I think it's a thing. Uh, we got... Uh, arguably are big shout outs. Uh, big shout out to my girl Erica Melhus at the at what do we got here at the Norway? <laughs> these fucking pop up shits are popping up at the Norway Brewing Company in in Norway, Maine. Why does that sound weird to me? Because I just woke up. Norway Brewing Company. That's what it is, right? The ones I did the label for. What is that it? That's it. I'm going to say that's it. I think that's it. All right. <laughs> Norway Brewing Company. Uh, big shout outs. Uh, let's see. Who's next? We got my man, the vegan. <laughs> Your favorite vegan stop motion animator and mine. Anthony Scott. We got to get Anthony up in this shit soon. We got to get him out in this Ghost, Ghost Scout, Ghost Trip National Forest. He would love it. Um, all right, we got Big Beef Stew, shout out going to Waste Zoid, big shout out going to my man, Dewan Gordon, that sounds like a superhero alias name, like, Dewan Gordon, then becomes friggin' Jalapeno Man, <laughs> Dewan Gordon, that's a dope, like, civilian secret name or whatever. Uh, big shout out going to Michael Garcia. Another 12-week online group workshop alumni, Chris Murray, sent in his Ghost Scout application. Love it. Big shout out to the homie, Bark the Dog. Ruff, ruff, ruff. That's B-A-R-C. Bark's doing big things this year. Make sure you check his shit out. Big shout out going to Michael Broncado. Get yourself a bowl of beef stew, my friend. Uh, big shout out to Ryan Sims. Much respect, much beef stew in your mouth. Just stuff those chunks of beef in your mouth. You got to be like a beef stew squirrel, just chunking it up. Uh, let's see who else we got. My man Chris Win. Big shout outs. Uh, big shout out to Steve Winfield Meyer. I feel like we saw an application from Steve Winfield Meyer too. I haven't gone over all of them yet. Just peeked on them because they're not due till the first. So. Just peeked over them, accepted a couple of the internationals, but I wouldn't be surprised if we don't have a little Steve Winfield Meyer application in that. Big shout out to Gerard Jones. Damn, I think Gerard Jones applied too. A lot of a lot of a lot of cross support. I love it. Shout out to everybody who's supporting this shit. Who's fucking into this shit, man? I'm just a fucking dude doing some shit in the woods. Shout out to y'all for appreciating it. Big shout out to Spook Novel. Get yourself some motherfucking beef stew. What if we have some satanic beef stew made with human beef? 
That's what we need, some fucking beef stew is people. Oh my god. What I feel like of all the things, beef stew could definitely be made out of ground people. What if Dinty Moore beef stew was really just ground up fucking babies and shit? Yeah, I would still say it's delicious. Uh big shout out to Khalil Fry. Get yourself some beef stew on a stick. Uh oh, we got none other than Jesse Kukukadani. Big shout outs. Uh big shout out to Curse Gift. <laughs> Curse Gift. <laughs> big shout out to Curse Gift. Some of the words some some words are weird to shout out. They don't sound right. <laughs> Big shout out to Alejandro Fuentes, aka Los Focos, straight out the workshop. Check his shit out. He's very high level. Very high level. Uh, big shout out to Alec Wright. Get that beef stew at the buffet. I think we need more restaurants that are just beef stew buffets, like different types of beef stew. Like we have chili cook offs. Why aren't there beef stew cook-offs, y'all? Beef stew is like the greatest of all stews. God damn. All right, big shout-out. Last but not least, we got Ethan Worthington. And uh, as usual, big scout-out. Big scout-out. Big shout-out to all the $1 contributing members. Um, every dollar counts and, uh, you know, we're racking it up. So I'm very happy for everybody. Very thankful for everybody that's been contributing. You've really helped me be able to invest time in this podcast and keep it rolling, keep it going, um, and still, uh, get some of the bills paid. Keep the lights on around here. You know what I'm saying? Keeping those little bandits fed. Um, we will be back again with another episode this week. So stay tuned. Don't, 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 I don't know. Do everything. <laughs> do whatever. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I'm very excited for the Scout Summit and uh, we will share some of that with y'all. And, uh, definitely we're going to get a, I got some behind the foreskin stuff to put up on the Patreon, um, I've just been caught up in a lot of house building stuff and family camping and different things the last few weeks, but we're going to be uh, hitting you up with some with some exclusive behind the foreskin shit on the Patreon, so check that out, and uh, we'll be hitting you with another, uh, whoa, another episode, another beefy burping episode of the Go Shrimp and Friends podcast, so stay productive, uh, stay positive, stay committed to that high fucking morale lifestyle. And uh, have a very peaceful week. All right. Let me see. I got to fucking navigate this and click it off. All right. All right, y'all. Peace out.